Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care and relationships. That is what we're going to be talking about for the next few weeks. As always, I am your host, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. And today, we are going to be talking about 10 ways to be confident in your relationship because that is what you deserve. That is what your worth is, and that's what you're going to get. You deserve to be confident and secure in your relationship. So before we dive in, if you need extra support, I do offer one-on-one coaching. We have the Create Your Dream Life course through self-love. That's linked below. We also have the Journey to Self-Love journal, and we also have our Facebook group. Right now, it's free to join, so go in, join the Facebook group. It is free right now, and we also have some other stuff. I'm sure we have, well, we have our shop. You can go to candywashington.co or candywashington.com and pick up some of our merch. We have hoodies and sweatshirts and mugs and everything. There is so much going on and everything is linked below in the description box and the show notes. And also for people over on Instagram, hello, everything is linked in the bio. All right. So enough of that. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, Vodka, how are you? Oh, she says, yay, loving the earrings. Thanks. So yeah, that's right. If you guys are listening on the podcast or even over on Instagram, if you want to join the conversation, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel because that is where we go live. That is where you can interact and ask questions. And that's where it really goes down. So be sure to join us over on my YouTube channel as well. Subscribe, hit the notification bell and join the fun. All right. So with that, let's dive in. So 10 ways to be confident in your relationship, right? What that really means is that you feel safe, you feel secure, you feel stable. There should be a a powerful calmness to relationships. Sometimes we think that you know, relationships and love that should be sort of like these bursts of emotions and these big highs and these big lows and all of this thing. And that's not, that's more like lust. That's more in that chase mode. That's more in the uncertainty. That can also be a trauma bond. That's not necessarily love. And that's not necessarily what will sustain a healthy relationship. Yes, we want those moments of passion. We all deserve it. Yes, we want those loving butterflies, of course, because that's just like fun and it's great to have that. But we want that in addition to a healthy foundational relationship. And the way you have a healthy foundational relationship, you know I said it a thousand times, I'm going to say it a thousand more, it's having that healthy foundational relationship, you guessed it, with yourself. That's right. Because everything always comes back to self-love. So the first way to be confident in your relationship 
is to know your own value, know your own worth, and to take care of yourself first. That is number one. Number one is take care of yourself first. Again, when we talk about self-care and self-love, it's not about being the negative connotation of selfish. It's not to the detriment of anybody else. It's not being neglectful if you have you know, children or someone who depends on you in that way. We're not talking about neglect. We're not talking about negative selfishness. We're talking about taking care of yourself first in a healthy way. Because when you're still focused on your goals, when you're still focusing on making yourself happy, when you're still, when you're still focused on meeting your own needs, when you're still focusing on your self-love and your self-love and your relationship you have with yourself, you're automatically confident and secure in who you are. So that is when you show up differently in your relationships. When you show up as someone who is confident, someone who is clear, someone who is secure, then your partner has to match that. Your partner has to mirror that back to you. Because your partnerships, your relationships, they're just mirrors. They're just your chosen, your preferred mirror. You're, if you really look at romantic partnerships in that way, then the people we choose to be in relationships with can be loving mirrors to ourselves. So if you want to know how you feel about you, you need to look at how do, how do I allow people to treat me and how do I show up energetically where they feel comfortable treating me that way. So when you are confident in you, when you are secure in you, when you know you're first best, when you know that you're the prize, when you know that you're chosen, when you know that there is no competition, when you know you are the one and the only one, then they have no choice but to mirror that back to you. So let's talk about some ways to get there. So that's the first way, right? How to be confident in your relationships. Staying focused on your self-love. Staying focused on cultivating a good relationship to yourself. Working on your self-care. Being focused on your goals. That's number one. Making sure your well-being and taking care of yourself is your number one. That's number one way. The second way is to affirm for your own self-confidence and being secure in yourself. Affirm it into your belief, into your life. And if you're like, what do you mean affirm? What are you talking about? Happy you asked. Let me tell you. So if you are in your relationship and you start to think thoughts and then you start to do actions that are rooted in you feeling insecure, not good enough, not confident, less than, not chosen, second best, all of that stuff, what you need to do is to start flipping that inner conversation you're having with yourself. So if you start thinking like, oh, like I wonder if he's going to cheat, he's going to cheat, you know, all men cheat or blah, 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 you need to switch that. I am always chosen. I am always committed to. I am always first best. I am so attractive. I am so sexy. I am so intelligent. I bring so much to the table. Because what is going to happen is if you keep telling yourself the story that they're going to cheat, he or she, you know, it doesn't matter. He, she, they, whatever. They're going to cheat. You know, they are not wanting me. They're not attracted to me. I'm not smart enough for them. When you start letting your own insecurities run the show, then they're going to pick up on that energetically. And then that is what they're going to show you. That's what they're going to pair it back to you. 
even sometimes think about it. Sometimes people are like, I knew he was cheating. I knew it. Did you feel it first? And then that's how they responded. And then you showed yourself right. And again, this is not to absolve anybody of their own bad behavior. If somebody cheats, if somebody is disrespectful, if somebody is not a good person in the relationship, that is a thousand percent on them. So this is not to say you're at fault and they are just doing whatever you magically told them to do. That's not this. We're talking about practical things. Everybody makes their choices and that's on them. But there is something energetically going on here. So if you are always thinking, I'm not good enough, everybody leaves me, everybody cheats, your reality, your experience, your partner will mirror that back to you to prove yourself right. So the way that you become confident in your relationship is you affirm the person you want to be. So if you were secure in yourself, if you were secure in your relationship, if you were confident in who you were, if you were confident in your relationship, what thoughts would you be thinking? And those are the thoughts that you need to affirm when anytime your insecurities come up. And it's okay if insecurities come up. We're human beings. We're going to have insecure thoughts. We're going to not feel the best all of the time. And that's okay. That's why we're learning the tools to change it. So when you get those thoughts coming up, you know, I'm not attractive or I don't have this or that, or of course he's going to leave. Of course she's going to cheat, whatever. Just affirm to yourself, nope, I am the best. I'm always chosen. I am the standard. There is no competition to me. Everyone loves to commit to me. I'm so easily committed to. I'm wife material. I'm husband material, blah, 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 right? You want to affirm to yourself the experience of what it is you actually want to have from the perspective of that confident, committed to chosen person. So you're no longer needing the other person to choose you or to change or to commit. You already know who you are. And that's how you show up energetically. And when you show up energetically, two things happen. Either one, that person conforms to that because you are showing up as that person that you are and they know how they need to meet your energy and they know how to meet you. Or two, you feel so good in who you are, you no longer feel the need to tolerate a relationship or a person that is not respecting you and loving you and committing to you at the level that you deserve. So when you affirm to yourself and you become that confident, secure person, because again, there's no one to change but self. It's not absolving people from their poor behavior. It's empowering yourself to be in a place where you show up as your confident, secure person. And if you're not getting the treatment that you know you're worthy of, you can lovingly and happily and respectfully walk away. So affirm when those negative thoughts come up, when those insecure thoughts come up, have some affirmations ready that you can just reaffirm to yourself, right? And that can also help you when you start, when you feel the urge to do insecure behavior, chasey, desperate, needy behavior. What does that look like? That could look like stalking their Instagram, reading all the comments, Who are they following? Who are they not following? What's happening? Is that their ex? What's going on? If you're stalking somebody's Instagram and you are telling them who they can and cannot follow, A, that's really weird. Two, B, it's a huge sign that there's a big insecurity and disconnect there. And 
C, it's a sign that you're not secure in yourself and you're definitely not secure in the relationship. And you feel the need to control and manipulate something outside of you to make you feel good about yourself. That's that needy behavior. If you want, if you feel the need to go through someone's phone or check or go through their email or, you know, pop up on them and all of that stuff, those are all red flags. A, it's a red flag that there's something going on in you. And B, it's a red flag there's something going on in the relationship. So to know whether or not it's just something going on in a relationship, you can say, why am I feeling this way? Like, what belief am I holding? What's going on here, right? So affirm that you're confident. Don't feel the need to stalk Instagram. Don't feel the need to snoop. Don't feel the need to do all of those things. But if you're like, oh, but they're giving me reasons to, well, then maybe you need to reevaluate if you're in a relationship with someone where you feel they're giving you reasons to do these very odd things, is that the relationship you actually need to be in? So it always comes back to self. Not in a blamey way, not in a critical way, not that it's your fault, not that you made someone do something to you, none of that stuff. It just always comes back to self. How are you being within yourself? How are you showing up energetically? What are you tolerating? What are you affirming about yourself? It always comes back to that. The third way to be confident in your relationships is to know your standards and lovingly enforce your boundaries. So if you're unclear about what your standards are, if you're unclear about what your boundaries are, if you're wishy-washy on that, then you automatically feel not at peace, right? You automatically feel sort of wobbly. You automatically feel insecure because you're not on stable ground. So if you really want to feel confident in your relationship, get quiet with yourself and write down your list of standards. Write down your list of boundaries. Write down your list of wants and needs. Write down your list of values. So when you're clear on what it is you want from this relationship, if you're clear on what your expectations are, then from that place of clarity, you can be confident and firm. That way you know if you're getting what you want. That's way you know if you're getting the treatment that you need because you're actually clear on what it is. And it's okay sometimes to be confused and it's okay to sometimes to not know what you want. Like sometimes you don't know what you want in a relationship. Sometimes you don't know what you want from the person or yourself and that's okay. But knowing that is more clear and firm than sort of just being wishy-washy, right? But I will tell you this. (laughs) If you want to be in a happy and healthy and committed relationship and someone tells you that they don't know what they want, I personally would be like, well, you not knowing what you want to me tells me that I don't want this. Because I think that you kind of, and then again, this, this this is just my personal opinion. If someone is unclear, they don't know what they want, they want to just sort of like see where it goes, that's a time waster. If, if, If what you want is to be in a good, happy, healthy, committed relationship, that's a time waster. Let's see where it goes. Well, I don't really know. I don't know what I want. Well, I know who I am. I know what I deserve. I know I'm better than this. So that's just a little side note for that one. But 
if you want to be in a place of confidence and security in your relationship, be very clear on what it is you want, what your boundaries are, and what your standards are. Because when you are clear on that, you come from a place of power. When you stand firm in your clarity of what you expect, that comes from a place of power. The fourth is communication. People always talk about this, but it is so true. Communication, communication, communication. And you're like, what does communication have to do with confidence? Everything. When you are confident in yourself, when you are clear on who you are, on what you want, on what you need, then you can effectively and in a healthy way communicate that to your partner. So being confident and if this conversation goes the way I want it to, and when I say goes the way I want it to, I don't mean arguing. I mean like actual having healthy communication skills where you can have uncomfortable conversations and it doesn't need to escalate to an argument. It doesn't have to be this some, okay, so let me back up. Unhealthy communication. Anytime you need to have a conversation, if someone thinks it's an argument, that's unhealthy. If you want to have a conversation and they give you the silent treatment or they ignore you, that's unhealthy. If there is no communication, that is unhealthy. If there is um, lying in the communication, that is unhealthy. When someone gives you a half-truth or they try to gaslight you, that is all unhealthy communication. So what healthy communication looks like, being honest about how you feel and why you feel it. And having a perspective on what a resolution would be. That could look like, hey, babe, when you stay out at 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday night with your friends every single Saturday night, every single weekend, that really makes me feel neglected. That really makes me feel like maybe you don't really want to spend this time with me. So I was wondering if we could find a way for you to maybe spend you know, a couple of weekends with me, or maybe we could, you know, plan something else, right? So you are clearly identifying the exact behavior that is bothering you. You're explaining to your partner why it bothers you, and you have a perspective on how to alleviate what the problem is, and then you're open to talking about it. That comes from a place of confidence. That comes from a place of authenticity. I know who I am and I know what bothers me. I know what I, I, I know what bothers me. I know who I am and that's okay. I'm allowed to have preferences. I'm allowed to be bothered. I'm allowed to have all of these things, right? And I am confident and secure enough to know that I can communicate that to my partner and we can work through it. Now, if your partner responds with any of those unhealthy things, being dismissive gaslighting, calling you crazy, calling you needy, calling you paranoid, um, ignoring you, giving you the cold shoulder, being dismissive, leaving, then those are really big red flags of what's going on in your partner. If they are not at least open, and then again, you know, communication, it's a skill. So maybe you need to go to therapy and work on your communication independently or as a couple. But your partner at least needs to be open to learning how to communicate in a healthy, respectful, and effective way with you. 
we can't expect everyone to communicate in a healthy, effective way every single time. We're human beings. We all have our moments. But we also know whether or not someone is overall being unhealthy and toxic and disrespectful, or maybe someone just needs to work on their skills. You know, and you know, you know, if someone just has maybe some unhealthy, dysfunctional coping mechanisms when it comes to communication that they can unlearn. That's one thing. But if someone is just defiant in their toxicity and then their disrespect and then their unhealthy communication, then that's a huge red flag. But that is how you can show up and confidently in your relationship. Accept your authenticity. If something bothers you, it bothers you and that's okay. Have that healthy conversation with your partner. This is what bothered me. This is why it bothered me. And this is my perspective on how we can fix it. And I'm open to hearing your perspective on this. Because maybe your partner, and this is going to go into, um, this is actually five, six, and seven. So we're doing five, six, and seven. It's good. So it's communication to, to, to talk in a healthy way. And then um, number five is speak up when things bother you. So this is all into it. And then number six is, now we're going into this, the don't assume portion. So the way that you also be confident in your relationship is don't assume. Don't assume. It's like I said before, when you're snooping on their Instagram, when you are snooping in their email, which is totally not okay. Totally not okay. Every individual person is entitled to their privacy, is entitled to their autonomy. So if you are feeling like you need to snoop in somebody's email or you need to sneak in their phone, you really need to stop and do your own inner work and get clear and confident on yourself because that's not okay. You would never want someone to violate your privacy and your boundaries. So don't do that to your partner either. Okay. But don't assume if you are stalking their Instagram and you see that they like somebody's photo or somebody wrote a comment and your mind starts to spin and you're assuming all of these things. Oh, I knew she was cheating on me and this is the proof. Like, oh, I I knew he thought I was not this enough or I was too much of that and now look at this and oh, that's his ex from blah 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 and like, oh, blah, you know, and then your mind starts to spin and then you create all of these stories and you you're now you're on a world spin because you're assuming all of these things. Or even in the other example I used, you know, you're like, oh, my partner stays out to three o'clock in the morning on the weekends. Well, that means that he must not want to be with me. That means she must be cheating on me. That means they must be bored with me or something else is going on. You're assuming all of these things. That's where that communication piece comes in. Instead of assuming because your assumptions will just make you insecure and make you spin out of control and create a lot of problems that you don't need to have. Instead of assuming what your partner is thinking, instead of assuming why they're doing things or what things mean, ask. Ask. Maybe what you're assuming their Instagram posts and likes are is just nothing. Oh, well, you know, that was somebody that I met at work or, oh, that's my a friend's new girlfriend or whatever the case may be, right? Here you are thinking they're having like an affair and you're feeling insecure, unworthy, not good enough. And it's like their second cousin, right? Don't assume. 
oh, your partner is out at three o'clock at night, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You think it's because they don't want you anymore. Maybe their friend is going through a really hard time and they're staying out because they're just looking after their friend and being a supportive person. Maybe they didn't know that going out at that night bothered you. Maybe they thought you were okay with it. Maybe they thought you were doing your own thing and they were doing their thing and they could, and you guys would come home and be cool with it, right? Because I know for me, this might sound weird, but I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't be bothered by that. Like if my partner was just like, I'm going out tonight with the boys and I'll see you at like four o'clock. I would be like, okay, knock your stuff out. Have so much fun. Don't get in any trouble. And you know, come kiss me when you get back home. That would not bother me, but that might bother somebody else. So the trick is if it does bother you, tell your partner. And don't wait until it bothers you so much that the littlest thing then pops off. Because then that's when they're going to be like, you're being paranoid, you're being crazy, you're being this, you're being that. What are you talking about? Da, 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 da. Because to them, it comes out of the blue. But for you, it's been mounding and mounding and mounding and mounding and mounding. So you can't assume that just because it bothers you, they know that. People can't read minds, guys. You can't read their mind. They can't read your mind. So don't assume. So the way to be confident in your relationship and to avoid being insecure is not assuming. Because the moment you assume and your mind goes to worst case scenario, you are now chaotic inside. You're now insecure. You're unstable and you're going all of that stuff. And when I say unstable, I don't mean that in a derogatory um, mental health way at all. I just mean you're just not stable. You're not feeling good inside because you're, you're worried and you're fearful that you're going to lose your person or you're, that love is going to go away. And that's totally understandable. But you don't have to feel that way. You don't. The next is, I lost count of the numbers. This is like seven or eight. Maybe it's nine, maybe it's 10. I don't know, but we're just gonna go. Okay. The next one is, and this one is huge, huge. I'm not sexist, but for my ladies, primarily, use your discernment and discretion when talking about your partner and your relationship. Okay. I know we all love to. And I have been guilty of this in the past, but I'm getting it so much better. I know we all love to seek guidance and support and opinions and all of that from our friends, right? Oh, girl, listen to what he said last night. Oh, buddy, look what she did yesterday, right? And all of that stuff. But we really have to, and this is twofold. We really, really have to be careful who we seek counsel and guidance from when it comes to our relationships. Because the first part of it, maybe, and, and the person could have good intentions, but the but that person may not know the ins and outs of the whole entire relationship. That person isn't objective. You know, that person is going to probably just say things that they think are being helpful or that they, or they're basing it on their own experience. Oh, well, when my boyfriend was out at three o'clock in the morning, he was cheating, right? So then you're like, well, then my boyfriend must be cheating too. And your friend means well. It's not that they have any ill intent usually, 
So let me be very clear. I'm talking about your actual friends, not frenemies, because there are some frenemies whose intentions are not good and they do want to sabotage your relationship and they do want to sabotage your love. That's a whole nother conversation we can have on frenemies. I'm talking about your actual friends. Their intent may not even be bad, but they are just giving you advice from their own experience and their own limited understanding of the relationship. And by limited, I mean just your perspective. Because there's always your truth, their truth, and the actual truth, right? Because we all interpret and experience things through our own lens, through our own experiences, through our own belief system, right? So they may mean well, but they are also not your partner. So you can't say, what do you think that means? What do you think he was thinking? What do you think she was thinking? They don't know because they're not that person. So that's why you have to really make sure that you're having the important conversations with your actual partner, not with your friends who are probably really well-meaning, but they don't have the answers you need. Your partner has the answers you need. So don't go to brunch and get wound up by your friends and then go home and spew it all out because now you are all insecure and wound up and confused about your relationship, assuming things that may not even be true. So when you have, so if you have the thought, I wonder what my partner was thinking, ask your partner, hey babe, when you did this, you know, I just wanted to know like, like what, like what were you thinking? What was the rationale? Like what, like what, 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 what was that? Or like, oh, when you did it all, or you did this or that. The only person who has the answer of what they were thinking is the person. Okay. This also plays into what I said before about affirming. Affirmations and affirming who you are, who you be, and what you want, and the life you have is the most fundamental and important thing you'll ever do. Your self-talk, your inner dialogue, and your outer words. Most important thing. That is his basic fundamentals. So if you are constantly affirming, and by affirming, I just mean speaking something as if it is true, truth, that's all an affirmation is. It's a statement of belief. It's not a statement of fact yet, but when you believe it, it will more than likely become a fact. Affirmations, it's just a statement of belief that you hold to be true. So if you are constantly affirming in the way of complaining, gossiping, and bad-mouthing how horrible your partner is, how unreliable, how they're probably cheating, how this, that, and the third, how your relationship is whatever, you are basically speaking that over your relationship and your partner. So when you're at brunch, you're at dinner, you're hanging with your friends and you're just like, oh girl, let me tell you what he did. Oh, let me tell you how he is. Or, you know, you're hanging out with your buddies and you're like, oh, my girlfriend, she's so paranoid. She's so insecure. She's so crazy. She's so this, right? You are affirming that version and that behavior and that type of relationship into your life. I'm not saying you lie. I'm not saying you be dishonest. I'm saying that there are certain things 
that you don't need to focus on and affirm and and solidify. It goes back to what I said before, you affirm what it is that you want, right? So if there, if you are having problems in your relationship, do you know affirm for what you want. Don't go and just gossip and reaffirm that out. If you're having communications with your par- communication issues with your partner, this is what you do. Affirm to yourself. You know, I love that I can always go to my partner with any issue I have and he accepts and he accept, accepts me with grace and ease. I love that my partner is always so open and willing to have honest conversations with me. I love how easy it is to talk to my partner at all times. I love how respectful my partner is. I love how easy my relationship is. My relationship is just so easy. It's so full of love and it's so full of respect. I love that me and my partner are best friends. I love that we always talk to each other openly. I love I love that there are no secrets between me and my partner. I love that me and my partner have great boundaries and we honor each other's privacy and we can trust each other and our foundation is secure and great, right? Even if that's not what it is, I'm not asking you to lie for your partner or lie about your relationship. I'm asking you to consciously affirm the type of partner and relationship and self that you want. And then take the action to get it. Go to couples therapy if it, that's what you need. Start being more honest with your partner if that's what you want. Have those conversations. Focus on yourself. Work on yourself so you can show up fully and know that you are in a place to be a healthy and loving partner and you know that's what you're going to attract and what you deserve. So it's not about lying. It's not about covering up your relationship. It's not about being delusional. It's none of those things. You're not delusional. You're not lying. You're not covering up because those are all very unhealthy, toxic, and negative things. So we're not doing that. We're consciously saying, this is the person I want to be. This is the type of partner I want to have. This is what I want my relationship to look like. So I am choosing to speak that. I'm choosing to affirm that for myself, for my person, and for our relationship. And then I'm going to take the steps in order to make that happen. And by make, I don't mean force. I don't mean manipulate. I don't mean control. I mean, you are just doing things that are healthy and in alignment with the vision that you have for yourself, your partner, and your partnership. And gossiping and bad-mouthing, talking negatively, putting down your partner, putting down your relationship, Becoming the victim is not the way to do it. So the next is to be confident in your relationship. Again, I don't know if this is like eight, nine, or 10 or 11, but we're just going to do it. Is show up as your authentic self. If you are just going with the flow, you're just a yes person. If you're people pleasing, If you're not being honest about what you like, what you don't like, what makes you happy, what bothers you, what your preferences are, what you don't prefer, then you are not showing up as your authentic self. And there is no way you can be confident and secure in yourself and your relationship if you're not even being you. That is usually rooted in the fear that if this person sees me, the real me, then who I am isn't enough that they're going to leave, that they're going to think I'm weird, they're going to think I'm damaged, they're going to just think I'm not a right fit, they're going to think I'm just whatever it is, whatever your thing is, you're going to think you're either too much or not enough. 
And it's rooted in the fear that who you are isn't enough to be loved and to be chosen. So we put on masks and we pretend and we nod and smile because we think they will fall in love with the person who has no problems ever and everything is roses and gray and whatever you say goes, right? That's not fair to you or to them. It's not fair to you because who you are is enough. Who you are authentically is enough. You're a human being. Your quirks, your uniqueness, your past, who just you is what makes you so great and beautiful and amazing and awesome and worthy and deserving. Just who you are. And let your person fall in love with that quirk, with those things, with your whatever and, and let who you are become those little fun things you know that that becomes your little inside jokes that becomes what they say during their vows right that that those little things and it's also not fair to the other person because they're falling in love with your representative rather than you and basically what you're saying to that person is I don't trust you to love me. So I'm going to pretend to be somebody else because that's who I think you think is worthy of love. So you're doing yourself a disservice and your person. So of course, depending on, you know, where you are in the dating, like on the first date, you don't want to just go out ball blazing or whatever, right? But you still want to show up as yourself. Of course, we all want to have healthy boundaries. We all want to protect certain private things. You know, we all want to make sure that the person is owning or is earning our trust and that person is a safe space to, you know, open up and be all of that, of course. But the essence and of who you are should shine through at all times and in all places, right? And that's true inner peace and confidence is being your authentic self in all environments at all times. So show up authentically. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And then trust that either that person or another person will fall in love with who you are. And then that way you get to fall in love with who they are. It's a two-way street. It's not just love me, pick me, choose me. It's let's see if we love and choose and pick each other. That's how you're confident. It's not just whether or not you want me, but you better believe it's do I want you. And that's why you have a partnership because you're choosing each other. Okay? And then... Let's just call this number 10. I don't know what number it is. Unpack your own stuff, guys. That is how you become confident. That is how you start to love yourself authentically. That is how you start to choose yourself authentically and accept yourself authentically. Unpack your own stuff. Don't look for your partner. Your partner choosing you. Your partner loving you. Your partner wanting you to be the indication that you are worthy of love, to be the indication that you are valuable, to be the indication that you are enough. That's not true. 
unpack your own stuff. Work on yourself. Do your self-love. Do your self-care. Go to therapy. Do whatever you need to do. Unpack your own stuff. So you don't need them to carry the baggage of making you feel enough or complete or happy. When you show up confidently as a happy and whole complete person who knows their shadow, who knows their light, who knows their mistakes, who knows their successes, who knows their regrets, who knows their triumphs, who knows their wounds, who knows their trauma, who knows their healing, who knows their peace. When you show up as that person, wow, you are unstoppable, unstoppable. And then that's when you come from that place of, I am also deciding who and what I want because I am already happy. I'm already fulfilled. I'm already enough. I'm already loved. I'm already worthy. So I am coming from a place of I get to choose to. Rather than coming from the place of I need you to choose me so then I can feel okay about myself. That is the core essence of being confident in your relationship or insecure in your relationship. And like I'll say it a thousand times, it always comes down to the relationship you have with yourself. And if you need help with the relationship you have with yourself, you always know you can book a session with me, one-on-one coaching, it's linked below. You can grab the Create Your Dream Life You Self-Love course. You can pick up the self-love journal. You can join us on Facebook. You can subscribe to this channel, subscribe to the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram. Hey, everybody. Hi. What is up? What's going on? You can do all those things. I have the paid content and I have the free content. You can do all those things. So let's see. Hey, everybody. Oh, Vaka says, yes, I want a hoodie. Yes. Do I have t-shirts? Yes, I have t-shirts. Yeah. So I also have merch, you guys. It's the love collection. I have t-shirts dresses, hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, my journal, and uh, candles, and mugs. Everything's linked below. If you just click the shop button, you can go there and get everything. The journal's linked below, coaching, courses, Facebook group. And I also have the free um, Art of Self-Love Masterclass. So last week, we did a very powerful Art of Self-Love Masterclass. And that is free. So all you have to do is click the link below and sign up for that and get it straight to your inbox. And you can do the whole masterclass at your own time. So we have that as well. So does if anybody have any questions, hello, everybody on Instagram. All right, you guys. I think that was it. So yeah, there you have it. That is how you become confident in yourself and in your relationships. And I talked a lot about a lot of stuff, but I'm going to leave us on the number one thing. Affirm. Affirm your own value and worth and security and confidence in yourself. Not just for your relationships, but for your life in general. Anytime you get any type of negative thought, insecure thought, um, self-hate thought, not good enough thought, you stop that thought. And you say, you know what? 
I don't know where you came from, or maybe you do know where it came from. You just say, you know what, thought, you have no power here, and I release you. And then affirm the two or three affirmations you have of who you are, of who you be. I am confident. I am secure in who I am. I am always loved. I am always chosen. I am enough. I am worthy. I am valuable. Isn't it wonderful that everybody loves me? Isn't it wonderful that everybody respects me? Isn't it wonderful that I am always chosen? There's no competition. Isn't it wonderful that I always get what I want whenever I want, however I want? Affirm for yourself. You become the number one person in your life. Isn't it wonderful that I'm first best? Isn't it wonderful that I am such a priority at all times? You become the number one person in your life. And then watch the world react to you. So there you have it. Those are my ways to be confident in your relationships. Again, if you ever have any questions or you have any comments, or if you're watching us on the replay, be sure to like this video, subscribe to my channel, comment below, and share, share, share with friends because your journey to self-love and self-worth and getting the happiness, love, and relationships that you want is always better with a friend. So be sure to share, share, share. And with that, you guys, I love you. Have a good time. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer, Candy Washington, helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.